Welcome to Hoop Fiends, the podcast most likely to build bots to retweet Andrew Wiggins to be an all-star starter. We love a comeback story. That's what we're built around. Welcome to the pod, guys. Let's not waste any more time and get right into tonight's episode. I don't think, I don't think we wasted any time. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. We love we love Wiggy. He's having a great, great year. This is amazing to see. We're going to go ahead and try and take that storyline and all the other ones and see how they're impacting the league. And for all the analytic nerds, we'll take numbers into consideration as well, I guess, for our all-star selections. It is finally that time of year. We're trying our best to put the drama aside for tonight's episode, but there's another bearded man on the East Coast who's not a part of the Hoop Fiends, and he can cannot do the same. He's bringing drama into it. Before we go ahead and get to the real caveat of the evening of all-star selections is there really anything to this James Harden story of him being upset right now in Brooklyn uh I would say no I, I don't think there's really that much uh news here I see I, testing free agency for sure in the offseason you think um I think that depends on like if he can get a he can get the bag or not I mean he's getting paid like I think it's 47 million dollars next year in his player option so yeah I don't know why you wouldn't take that if you had that opportunity. Um, but I, I also – I do kind of get what he's saying, that, like, like he's he's been the guy – he had to carry offenses for years. and ha- He used to have, like, yeah. an insane, insane usage rate. And now, like, he even said that, like, he wanted to kind of come to Brooklyn to, like, kind of take some of that weight off his shoulders and, like, pass it off with Durant and Kyrie. Yeah. And Kyrie's only a part-time player, and with Durant – out for at least another month or so that kind of puts him in a tough position that he didn't really want to be in with this crew oh yeah i mean i think it's a bit of both i think not only is it not his usual pace of usage rate but it's also not just been this like lights out super team i think when we first saw these guys come together i definitely thought they'd be like the katie warriors like the lebron heat just a team where they'd just be clicking on all cylinders, but it's just, it has, it's felt so Frankenstein the whole time. So not only is it not like what it could have been with him just like waiting for a rebuild out in Houston, it's also not just like being handed to him. It's, it's a big nothing. And I feel like my thought and a value of him has really just kind of tanked since he's been on Brooklyn. I, he, I, I forget that he was part of the NBA 75 team. This is one of those supposed best 75 people to ever play the game of basketball and there's people like me sitting in my apartment right now calling him Jimbo Slice. Like, he's really not <laughs> impacting the game the way he used to. So I think he wants to just shake it up a bit. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to move around this offseason. Yeah, I think he ends up testing free agency. But ultimately, I think he's just going to end up back in Brooklyn. With He fits in so well here with these losers. They all love complaining. They all love whining. They all love flopping. <laughs> he'll, he'll, Are you thinking they feed off each other? Yeah, he'll, he'll realize, they're like, wait a minute. This was my home all along. <laughs> I and I mean, I know Steve kind of agrees with me on this. I, I've never been a big James Harden guy, but um, like him in Brooklyn is actually my favorite James Harden that I've seen. Like in terms of basketball wise, yeah. Like, and I've honestly been enjoying watching him alone in Brooklyn because yeah, it's been really cool. It, he's not just doing what like you'd expect a lone star James Harden team doing, where he's just like isoing every single play and like chucking up threes and like driving he's actually kind of facilitating an offense and even though it's not working because like the team kind of stinks without uh durant and Kyrie there i it's pretty cool to watch and i've actually been enjoying it um still would say i'm a fan of his but uh if he leaves to go to san antonio for whatever just so he can iso ball the entire game i'm not going to be really as yeah i don't know if i like that either as much yeah you're right as long as I definitely sit here and I preach how much I hate super teams, how much I hate his iteration of the Nets. I definitely don't think I, I would prefer the version of him just like dribbling out until there's only three or four seconds left in the shot clock every night. Like we got that for that was the tail end of him in Houston. And that was terrible too. Oh, it was horrible. He was he was really fun to watch during the Christmas game when it was just him. He was mic'd up that game too, and some clips came out of it for promotional um material and he was like come on nick like hubbing up nick claxton and like messing around with patty mills like what's the vibe trying to hit a little like australian accent with patty I'm like all right this is the james harden that i i once really loved long long time ago on on okc so yeah i think it, it's if they can finally just get it to click 
on Brooklyn. I think it'd be a place where he'd be happy to uh, to resign. There's just such a sliding doors moment, though. There was an official deal offered from Philly to get Harden, right? And that he waited and went to Brooklyn that offseason, right? Or at the start of the 20, 2020 season. So that was uh, – it was midseason because he had a couple games in, in Houston uh, before he got traded. Uh, yeah, I I think like that deal was like pretty much done. Um, but then right. Brooklyn kind of beat the deal at the last second to send him to yeah. Brooklyn. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about what that what that Sixers team would be like right now, just with how hot Embiid's been. And yeah. I mean, that's like kind of like the fake news rumors that he's kind of there's interest. Philly is interested in him. Like I think that came out that Philly was interested in him. Of course, they're interested in him. Who wasn't? I'm, I'm interested been. in Harden. Yeah. Every team's interested. In I'm sure, James the Lakers so. are interested in James Harden. Yeah. That, that's that, my that, favorite. That's a shams report. Is that the funniest breaking news when it's just like X team is interested in this person? It's like, well, yeah, of course they are. Yeah. But my, my take is that if the, if he does end up going to Philly, I like think I would like it. I think if this version of Harden, the way he's playing on Brooklyn, joins forces with Embiid, because I'm liking Embiid now. I think it's a pair of villains that I could root for personally. I think it'd be a little fun. Yeah, me too. I, I just want to see him get some kind of help because – He's been going absolutely out of his mind this past month. Like we're definitely going to get into him for our All Star team, I'm sure. But he's just looking like the best version of himself. And what's so scary about him is you just don't know how long it's going to last with his injuries. So I think if I was Daryl Moore at this point, it's definitely not what he's seeming like he's doing. But if I was just a 76ers fan, just I would take anything. Like the Deach, like the Pistons deal sounded great. He just offered. Simmons and some picks for Halliburton and and healed, but he healed for picks. Buddy healed's always involved. Buddy healed's always involved. Like I feel like that would even be okay. Just anything to try to make like a real postseason run seem reliable for this because this this is such an amazing version of Joel. It's it's honestly so fun just to throw him throw him on. He's kind of like bring the ball up like Jokic. He has an elite post move. Like I'm scared whenever he takes his three point shot. He's really looking like a complete player. Love watching him play nowadays. You stay yeah. here. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they'll do, but I know we all have him on our all-star list. So Steve, you kind of came up with the most fun way to do this. And I think it's gonna be really fun to see how we all break it down. Why don't you go ahead and kind of preview how we're gonna go about revealing our all-star lists to all our listeners tonight? Uh yeah, so we're basically gonna go one at a time. Uh we're gonna start with the captains, go to the starters, and then go to the bench. Uh, we're each going to name a guy who we had on our list, um, and then the other two are going to either agree or disagree on where we had that player. Uh, if they agree, we'll move on. They'll give your, their take, whatever. But if they disagree, uh, we'll end that little segment by saying who that fiend is, has replaced that guy by, if that makes any sense. I don't know if I'm just spewing nonsense. but um, no, I'm with you there. All right. As long as you understand kind of what we're doing, the fans will catch on. Yeah. Listen, if they follow us through days of the week starting fives, they'll fall into a pretty generic starting <laughs> five. I think we lost <laughs> half our half starting five. This is, this is us doing a regular starting five. <laughs> <laughs> this, feels, this almost feels weird to go about. All right, uh, John, why don't you go first? Why don't you nominate somebody? Should we kick off in the west or east? Uh, let's, let's start in the east. All right, so this is actually kind of pains me to do, but – and I was kind of ranting to you guys today about how it's kind of messed up that this team is just failing because they don't get along. It's like when a boy band is just like not, you know, putting out those bangers when they really should be just because of chemistry. But my starting point guard for the East is Trey Young. I had him as one of my starters as well. I actually didn't have him as a starter. He's omitted. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't have him on my team. Whoa! No oh, he he's playing better than he ever has though. He was an All Star last year. I'm not sure you can really fairly his do that. Is, his team just fucking stinks. That's my only logic. I mean, his stats are good. This is the same fucking. This is the same logic I had like a year ago thinking of stunk, <laughs> and then they turned around and made the Eastern Conference Finals. But his damn team <laughs> stinks. That's my only uh, argument against it. I mean, for I think it's not anything from what he's doing though. Like he's not making them any worse he's averaging nine assists a game it's pretty insane and he's at he's he was almost i think at one point leading the league in total points but i think for like averages he's definitely up there in the top five at 28 a game and the next closest is john collins at 17 a game for the hawks so he really is putting it all on his back there and it's really not like a selfish 
type of gameplay at all. I, I'm really it, – it sucks. I think a lot, when a lot of times casual fans think about Trey on, they just see the logo shots, but he really is dishing out a lot of assists and making his team better along the way, or at least trying to. Yeah, totally. I mean, totally understand the pick. Um, I just took a lot of points off just because this team is one of the worst teams in the league. They're currently not even playoff contenders. That's literally all. They're, they're, they're the 11 seed. Obviously nothing against him or the stats. It's literally all. It, it feels weird to put someone in the All-Star game who, like, if the season ended today, they would not be in the postseason. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I think they're going to actually get kind of hot. I think they're playing a lot better yeah. ball recently, and I think a lot of it's on Trey Young. So he may just be getting hot at the right time. Um. And, yeah, I'm excited to see. I think he's been really fun these past couple of weeks. I have him in my stars as well. It feels right. Like, going into carrying on the torch from last year this year. So, it feels – it just is the logical progression for him. Yeah. Uh, no, totally. It makes sense. Um, Who's your point guard there? Yeah, so, uh, my point guard uh, – well, so, I, I had James Harden um, as, like, my lead guard. Oh, wow. I just think his the, the Nets are better. He's pretty much the sole reason why for one of them. We already talked about him a lot, but and we kind of shit on him. But <laughs> <in the moment. laughs> it, uh, that's fair. I had him. Obviously, he's on my team as an alternate uh, in the backcourt. Um, I think the reason I just didn't feel like putting him in as a starter is um, I think there's a lot of, like, red tape around him. He started off the season really rough, like, even though, like, like Trey Young's team isn't doing as well. The Hawks, like I feel like he's kind of been in a uh, pretty decent performance. Harden, everyone was kind of worried he was washed at the beginning of the year. And it really took until uh, these past couple of weeks for him to really ramp it up. Um, so that was like really my only reason behind it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think he's been really hot lately, but I just had so much of a cloud kind of hovering over me this year of how he really had a hard time even adapting to the new rule. So that's kind of kept me out of it. He actually, maybe this is, I'm not sure how we're going to, do this part of it. He didn't make my team at all. Oh, wow. James Harden? I just, I left. Yeah. Wow, okay. I think it's a pretty – I mean, we were talking about this before we went on, on air. It's just a very guard-heavy league. And there's people who I think have just impacted their teams more than he has. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't – I mean, I didn't – like I said, I didn't have Trey on my team. I think it's going to be uh, interesting to kind of see the guard rotation play out. Um, I had Trey listed as, like, a, a notable snub I had, but, like, um, yeah, and I think you're just the same kind of logic. It's just I think so too. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a guy or two left out on these teams that we're surprised at. I'm surprised that we both had a starter though that was on each yeah, other. That's I kinda, know. That's, that's, that's pretty serious. <laughs> both of them kind of out of pocket. <laughs> um, I think uh, for me, uh, I'll I'll do kind of an easier one. Uh, this guy's gonna be starting on all of our teams. It's Joel Embiid. Um, John briefly mentioned it earlier, but. He's been on a tear, especially these last couple of weeks. Um, he's shooting 38% from three, which is like incredible for him. Um, he's just, I feel like a lot, every time I'm watching him now, especially, um, he hasn't had a like one of those games in a while where he just like kind of flat out gives up and just starts like flailing his arms around. I feel like yeah. he's, he's much more welcome to like be more aggressive and like welcome to the contact than he was even like last year, which is incredible. Um, I think he's just been otherworldly and it's been a ton of fun to watch. And I know they're like the Sixers are only a six seed, but um, I think if he keeps playing like this, and like fingers crossed that he can stay healthy, that like they could be yeah. right back up there and uh, competing. And that he just is incredible. Yeah. I mean, there's words can't even describe how good he's been this year. We talked about him, like you said, on the onset. I mean, he's him and Jokic to me, honestly, might be the two best players in the NBA right now. Yeah. At the center. It's so insane it's to so see cool. centers take over. They're back. We love yeah, big well, I love big men. We love big men on this pod. It's been great to see. Like, his literal past three games have been some of the best games of the year. He's He's gone for 38 points, 40, and 50 in the past three. And when I've caught them or seen his highlights or when he's been beating up on the Knicks or any uh, national broadcast game, he's actually finishing games really strong, which I think was kind of a gene he missed before. He's like been playing really clutch. That's kind of the crazy part. I, I definitely take that into consideration for my voting as well. I think part of it, too, is it's interesting because I feel like there's no Simmons involved this year. So now it's like, yeah, okay, no, it's, Embiid, it's Embiid is taking over the last five minutes. Like, it's his shot every time he has the ball. Whereas I feel like Simmons would dribble it out and, like, do something stupid or, like, 
try to find a good time to pass to him or whatever. But now it's literally yeah. get the ball to Joel. And I, I think it works better. I like it. I agree. All right, John, uh, who, who do you want to nominate? I'll bring this back down. This one could be up in there, but it really shouldn't for this year. I think in years past, it would be really, really in question. But right now, I think if I had a guess, I think you guys have him as a starter as well with uh, with our guy, Dance Dance Revolution, DDR, DeMar DeRozan at the, at the two-guard spot. Hmm. All right. So this is actually kind of interesting because um, – I was trying to be like the purist about this, and I thought I feel like Demar Derozan is, is a small a forward. I had him okay. at in in my forward spot, um, but I don't hate him being a starter. And if like if he's the starting guard, then like he he hundred percent should be. Yeah. I moved him for two to make room for some more forwards in the, the starting yeah. lineup. Uh, John, I actually I did the same exact thing. I was like I. I like the forwards. I wanted to find room for more forwards. And I was like, Demar can play too. Like that was the yeah, one I had. He played two a lot of his career, and he's he he could be a guard or a forward to me. I... He's honestly played a lot. He was bringing the ball and playing point guard for San Antonio for a while. He's really versatile with his position at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt all all of us have him in there. He's been one. Of, he should be an MVP candidate. I don't know if he is or not, but. He's had an amazing year and does it definitely deserves a nod somewhere. Yeah, he's just made so many people eat their words. Like I just really thought he wasn't gonna be able to really affect a team anymore. And I think for I think for actual awards like most improved player or things like that, I would not really take into account someone coming to a team and changing it around. But for all star voting, I think that's really important because you're just literally impacting that team so much, and that's what the vote really comes down to. I think. Chicago, no matter what, is just going to kind of ride this wave of success and the standard that they're holding for a long time now. He's actually really fit in really well with everything that they're building. Like, he's not really taking away from Levine that much. That's really hard to do. I feel like he's really putting together just his whole story lately, you know, of being in San Antonio and in Toronto. Like, he's just becoming a great teammate. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting now because I feel like he's getting – uh he's getting like the Luka Doncic treatment or like Trey Young early time where it's, he's basically like, because Levine, Levine just got back and I don't think they've played together since uh, Levine has gotten back from his injury, but Lonzo's out. Um, they're missing a lot of guys on offense and just like in general on their team. Um, so I think he, DeMar scored like 41 the other day and they, and they lost. <laughs> like he's, he's just like, the, he's yeah. just got the green light. Just be like, yeah, just keep scoring. Just keep scoring. He's a, uh, God, I wish the Knicks had him. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> I oh mean, no, nah, he, he's, uh, he's incredible. I have no, I have no qualms with him starting. In fact, I had him as my uh, starting, one of my starting forwards with uh, Durant out, not being able to play. So. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'll go off of that, Riley. Uh, I also had Durant uh, in there, but since he's not in the play, I have someone who you guys probably aren't going to appreciate, but Jimmy Butler, the number one seed in the East, Miami. He's my alternate. Yeah, he, I needed him in there. Um, I think the number one seeds usually get that representation and deserve that representation, and he's having one of his better years, and I love him. So that's that's who gets uh, my other starting spot there. He usually doesn't lead the Heat in scoring, which I think he is doing this year. Yeah, he's scoring. He's getting triple doubles. He just passed LeBron's record for Heat triple doubles, which I thought was crazy. That's cool. No, he played really well on Sunday um, against the the Lakers. He uh, he was passing a lot. I think he had like he finished with like over twelve assists or something like that. Um, pretty uh, pretty incredible. He, I I enjoy it uh, immensely. I I think you're right, Steve. Um, it's it's been fun to see, especially in recent weeks, him become more of a facilitator too, because he was always kind of a, a score first kind of guy. Right. And it's nice to see him be able to share the wealth a little bit more no i i have no no qualms with it he's playing really well happy that he's back me too i as he makes the league better as much as i think he's like the best version of like a heel turn like fun villain like there's never been a, a marriage more made in nba heaven than him and the heat yeah um and then i guess easy one captain for the east uh Giannis. Yeah, um, I mean he's just Giannis. Like, yeah, I have what else is there to say? If any three guys don't need to say anything about Giannis. Yeah, we, we've done it. 
We could probably write a book on Giannis, to be honest, at this point. I, I agree. I also had it. Or at least if someone's yeah. writing a book about it, they should be like, oh, there's actually this like little podcast I started a few years ago. They have like five hours reported about the men. You need to talk to them before you publish this book. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. All right, so, John, who's? I think we're missing one of your forwards, right, John? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, so I, I really went back and forth for a long time. I wouldn't have felt right without doing it. I was between Butler and someone else, and it kind of brings up the debate of, great player on a team that's kind of struggling but I just feel like if you take this player away this team's nothing I have Jason Tatum as Kevin Durant's uh replacement okay yeah. I mean you can't go wrong there I just uh I just think they stink I I, I took a lot of uh, value in team performance this year but I mean you can't say anything about Jason Tatum as an individual kid's a killer yeah, yeah. I think he's like been playing a little bit better as of late so I've had some recency bias there so it's been really great to see I think he'll. I think he'll only continue to get better. I think he's his numbers are kind of are fairly similar to last year, so I think it's still worthy of getting him an All Star. Yeah, I think. Um, I think he'll definitely make the team. Um, yeah, I don't really know what, what there is to say with <laughs> him. He's, I he can be very frustrating at times, but when he's when he's um, on, it's just beautiful to watch. Yeah, um, something like it. Yeah, and Riley, I believe we're missing a guard from you. Yep. So my last guard was, and this is what kind of started this debate with the whole DeRozan thing, is that mm. I actually had at my starting shooting guard Zach Levine. Interesting. Um, oh, interesting. I. Th- so you just went full purist. You're like, I want the bull in there. But... Exactly. I, I, and like, I was too, I was too worried about having both of them. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really think both of them should be a starter. But I don't know. Like, I think Levine more than anybody has evolved as a basketball player and I've been the most impressed with him by taking on uh, like DeRozan onto his team. I think he used to be just garbage time points. Like just give me the ball, give me the ball. And I'm just going to be the only one scoring. He has shouldered the load in like a beautiful way. And he just came back uh, from his knee injury and he dropped like 30, 30 points on the thunder. Um, And he's just been really fun to watch. I think he's improved in scoring in a lot of ways. He's become yeah. a really great uh, three-point shooter. Um, I've uh, I've been really impressed with him, and I think I've he's I've become a fan now. So, it's big. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would have him starting. Yeah, for sure. I totally have him on my team, and I see yeah, I see your point. He's a backup for me too. It was tough. I was going back and forth with him, like should maybe putting Demar up ahead as a forward, similar to what you did. But, yeah, I had no idea he had even had it with him to be the best second fiddle. The fact that he's able to just, like, kind of hand over the keys a little bit or maybe share the keys, that's the reason why the Bulls are doing well. Like, if they're not getting along, they're just the Atlanta Hawks at that point. And, like, the fact that his assists and rebounds hasn't gone down, even though he had to give away a little bit of his scoring, it's it's an ideal teammate right there. For sure. All right, Uh Steve, why don't you list off some of your alternates or just any of them? Uh, so, yeah, I'll start um, with uh, – well, so, yeah, I had Zach Levine, obviously, which we already mentioned. Uh, and me, John, you said you did as well, right? Yeah, I do. I do, too. All right. Um, the next one I'm throwing out there, uh, I just think LaMelo Ball has to be all-star this year. I mean, the, the, the uptick in the Hornets, the – awesome. He, he's brought them to, and it's all on his back. He's a stud young player. He'd be fun to watch play on the all-star game. There's he has to be there in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I, he like just made the cut for me um, with like Durant's injury, like able to get like the full list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I mean, you're talking to the guy like Lamel is one of my all time favorites already. It feels like yeah, uh, I I just so great. I just love everything he can do on the basketball court. It's it's definitely something to behold. So um, I think lock him in as an all star this year, and he'll be one for a long time. For sure. Yeah, it feels right. It'd be, it'd be weird if he looks back in history and he didn't have it this year because this is really the year that he turns turns the leaf into the player he is. Yeah. Uh, I, so I have Levine as an alternate, Lamelo as an alternate in the backcourt, another backcourt alternate that they haven't had a chance to talk about yet. And I think he's just been extremely consistent all year is Fred Van Vliet. I think he I, has to really be in there. It'd be so weird because I feel like he really is kind of carrying that Nick Nurse pedigree of winning a finals and instilling it in these in these other guys on his team right now. He's been blowing up. He's leading the team in scoring. He's doing all for them. He actually has seven assists per game, which is great to see. He's really not just – like there's a version of this type of player where he just lobs threes. 
And it absolutely kills me that the Knicks didn't throw the absolute bag at him in the offseason. I feel like he would just is such a would be a great point guard for any team to have. Yeah, he's shooting really well too, which is yeah. like incredible. Like he I've been really impressed with him uh overall. I think Toronto's kind of a boring basketball watch, but I like we're all huge Fred Van Vliet fleet fans. If we had this podcast in twenty eighteen, <laughs> I think we all would oh, have no. uh, we liked him before him. finals, Fred became finals, Fred. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, and I, I think what needs to be said, too, is, like, the Raptors are just good somehow. And, yeah. again, I think it's him. They're going to be a playing team. I don't see them falling out. I think the Wizards are more likely to fall out of contention than they are. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, no, I, I had him on my team as well. Yeah, I had oh, him nice. as, like, the utility spot, which is, I guess, I mean, same thing. Um, yeah. But uh, so my other guard, also in the same event, uh, you guys can say your utilities if you want for this part. I had Garland uh, for the Cavs. I have I had to have some Cavs representation. I had him too. And Garland is just amazing. I love Garland. Part of the reason that team turned around is his leap this year. Uh, everything he's done is special, and he's amazing to watch. He's a great playmaker. He's one of the leaders in assists. Everything about him is just amazing. So Garland for me. I was trying so hard to see if I could get him in as the starting guard. <laughs> and I was just like, no, a, no. I, I just hate the idea of like first time all star immediately a starter. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's he's, so weird, right? he's got to kind of cut his teeth a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I I really didn't expect this. Like, I, I think this is like the coolest thing. I feel like every single year with the all star team, there's like one guy. You're, it's like, a, oh, wow. Like, I can't believe if you told me two years ago that this guy would be making the all star team, I would have thought you were crazy. And that's kind of how I feel with Garland. But like, I know he's proved it. Like, he's shown up on the court every single game and uh, i've i've loved it if you watched last season too you would have thought like oh sexton maybe took a leap and this yeah became an all-star but no yeah he's my wild card pick for uh for my east team and like i think literally I think that's the biggest reason you can't really quantify this or i'm not sure if the media could say this at least while they're talking about their selections but he is justifiable to be in there because he literally gave, gave away any reason for them have needing to employee context anymore they do not need to pay that man they need yeah. to start shopping him for parts right now he really plays up to his competition too no matter who he's playing against like he really is like not only in hairstyle but like in play he was going back and forth with the jaw that game earlier this year that was great to see like they've won big games i really think on their team that can catch fire and win a playoff series i don't know if they're eastern conference bound but i think they're gonna win a playoff series and just be in the conversation for what they're going to look like in the future for a long time. Yeah. And I mean, I guess my last guy, we pretty much hit on everybody I had, um, but my last guy I wanted to bring up as an alternate for the front court from the Cavs was Jared Allen. Um, oh, yeah. I think, I think there should be at least some consideration there. He's averaging a double double. He's just the machine. Um, him and Mobley have both really kind of like, it's going to change how we look at like the front court for, a few years, oh, no. I think. It could um, set a trend for sure. He's been incredible. He's been incredibly defensively. And come on, like if you're gonna throw spots for Gobert to be on defense, let's see. I'd rather see Jared Allen there too. Like so, um, too. Yeah, I would. I would have him as an alternate. If we I could. also I, had him as an alternate. I had two Cavs. I needed two Cavs. I have Allen as an alternate and, as well. And I think we all agree, like. I'm again. I try to be very purist with this. I just don't really love the idea of like a rookie being an all star in their first yeah. year. And so it, Mobley, Mobley can have this spot next year. I'm literally like Mobley. He'll be there. Like, yeah. Pencil him in now. Something would have to have to go terribly wrong for him yeah. not to be there next year. Well, you have to think about like some of the all time greats, like LeBron wasn't an all stars rookie year. Luca wasn't an all stars rookie year. Durant wasn't like. I feel like you, I feel like you just can't be your old your rookie, You have to be like right? Michael Jordan to be an all star. Yeah, exactly. Truly game changing. Um, and talking about game changing too. So in another one of my front court alternate spots, I felt like I had to throw in Bam. Since he's been back from injury, that's when the Heat have made this big push back to the top of the uh, of the Eastern Conference. He just does so much for them, and even as much as he can affect defense, he's also just like averaging nineteen a game. He can have a great mid-range jumper and also has like one of the better post moves. And if he is playing at his apex, he is like the Giannis killer. So I just feel like the Heat clicks so much better once he's there. He opens up so much of the floor for them. So I felt like I had to include him. 
Yeah, I just I docked him for just not enough games played, but I love Bam and it deserves any recognition. Yeah, I I didn't have him on my list just because I thought the the Eastern front court was just stacked, and I'd rather just in, include Jared yeah. Allen. But um, I can't say I hate the pick. He's he's still been really good, especially coming back. It's been awesome to see. All right, is that um is that everybody? I feel like I'm missing a couple guys from some teams. Um, John, who's your full front court? The last front court guy I had was uh, Bridges. I just think he's just taken a huge leap this year. I think it's even though he hasn't had an All Star game yet, I don't. I definitely wouldn't have had him as a starter, but I think he's a huge part of what Charlotte's doing, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And like he's like the most obvious lock, I think, for most improved player. People were saying John Morant, but I think I think Job was that good. I think this. That's so many people have written off Miles Miles Bridges, including ourselves, for sure. Um, Riley, do you can you read me your full front court too? Yeah, so uh, for just the alternates, I had uh, Tatum, Butler, and Allen. Okay, oh, so who is your wild card? Did we get to that? No, I, I think we we hit everybody. Who are your guards? Uh, uh, for guards, they were uh, Darius Garland, uh, James Harden, and uh, Fred Van Vliet and Lamella. Gotcha, gotcha. I, okay, I miss Fred Van Vliet for you. All right, and then John, who was your um, who was your three uh, front court? Just one more time. My three front court alternates were Bam, Jared Allen, and Miles Bridges. Okay, you had. To. And the backcourt uh, guard alternates are Fred, Zach, and Lamelo. Gotcha. All right, um, and then yeah, mine were uh, pretty much the same thing: Levine, Garland, Lamelo, Van Fleet, Allen, Tatum. Oh, uh, I didn't mention this guy. Um, I had Jalen Brown, actually. I threw both of them in there. It's kind of a cheat code. Oh, wow. I put, I put Jalen as a forward. I I know he's, like, not, but, like, he is also. He also um, is, yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I put him here, and I also put um, Bradley Beal, who, like, I thought about, but none of us had. Mm. I think that's, like, an, a notable uh, snub from our list. But, like, I guess, what are you going to do, right? There's just too many guards, too many forwards. I couldn't find a spot for him. I think he took a little bit of a dip since last year, too. I mean, last year he was able to just literally go out there and, like, get some fit, like, a fitness training session, like a pacer test in there. Yeah. Get, literally get, like, a run in and just try to, like, outdo his scores like it's an arcade game because it was just such a poor roster. But I'm not sure how much that's really affecting him this year. He's been kind of middling to me lately. Yeah, I, I almost think it's disrespectful of me to put two Celtics on this damn list, but um. I, I mean, I, I was kind of worried that like he wouldn't make it because um like he missed so many games with injury. But since he's come back, he's averaging like 26 points a game. So like he's playing pretty well. Um, But yeah, I just I don't know how the like how bad the Celtics are. I don't even know if they deserve to have two guys like yeah. both for both of them. That that was literally I I, I went against my own philosophy on that, but I don't know. Those two are just so good. It's hard to leave them off. Exactly. Um, the and the only other snub um, that didn't get mentioned that I think has to be mentioned. You guys aren't going to be happy that this guy is going to be considered, but Tyler Hero is going to be considered for this All Star game. I don't think he's going to make it, but it's going to be close. He's He's been the actual one constant of the Heat this year. Butler and yeah. Sam have, like, missed a lot of games, and the Heat are the one seed. That, you know they Kyle always has. try and push that, like, one seed, like, stupid other player on Kyle Korver or your Chris Middleton's Tobias Harris. They always get pushed. Tyler Hero is probably going to be. In the I think it's more likely that he makes it than Fred Van Vliet, which is upsetting, I but I think he's yeah. just having a little more of, a, of an impact on a winning team. Yeah, I mean, I that kid's I, I hate that either. He's he has been playing really well in in, in all aspects of the game. He's sh- he, he's uh shooting the three like really well. I, I felt like yeah, yeah. And then does everyone have Giannis as their captain? I think yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. Uh, I I'd be I'd like to see Embiid get it though too. I that'd don't be know. cool. Embiid would yeah. be cool too. I think Giannis gets it just for consistency. But if you're going based off of the last four weeks, Embiid gets it. Embiid Jokic as captains would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, anybody else have anything about the East? No, I don't think so. Uh, again, a lot of guards, a lot of good guards. Yeah. But, and I feel like the Celtics guys and the um, the Bulls guys, it, it's the conundrum of are they guards or are they uh, forwards? There, there are so many good guards that I just cheated. That's yeah. Found room for them. <laughs> Imagine being in the front office for those teams and thinking about what to do with them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, we'll we'll transition from that to the West. Um, 
And as fun as we said it would be for Embiid and Giannis or those guys to be the captain, we all agree Jokic captain. West. He's I, having a better year yeah. than he did last year, like yeah. by actually a pretty good amount. Yeah, I, I would I would love if he was the captain. I mean, you know it's going to be LeBron. Oh, right, yeah. But, but it's it, like, yeah. it should be Jokic. But who deserves it? It's Jokic, former MVP, best player in the league right now. Yeah. I think as long as the Nuggets are locked to playoffs and the play-in, he should be the front runner for MVP. Yeah, he deserves, like we said last pod, he deserves way more buzz than he's getting. It's honestly disrespectful. Yeah. No, I've, uh, I've been loving it. I would love to see him. It, but yeah, definitely in my as one of my starting front court, and LeBron obviously too. I will admit, um, LeBron has been absolutely astounding these past couple oh, weeks insane. as well. It's like I feel the same way that like you guys are talking with Embiid. Like I don't know, like when I see him play and just like going on these monster runs, like putting the Lakers on his back, it really makes it's really impressive. I, I've been I've been adoring it actually. It's the same that he always makes himself have to like have a conversation about him again. Like you'd think it would just be a given at this point, but I think he is constantly surprising people that this is sustainable. And he's not only looking like the best player on the court every single time he's out there against the team, but he's doing it in different ways. You know, we were giving the Lakers so much shit for not, you know, pushing Davis at the center that he literally had to go and just beat the center himself. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I don't even know what else to say. It's LeBron. Yeah, I'm. I'm certainly enjoying laughing at him this year. It's been a blast <laughs> as a LeBron hater. So, but yeah, he's amazing starting for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I, I feel like the other, the backcourt's super easy too. Uh, right. Oh, okay. Uh, so Steph, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We don't need to talk about Steph. Steph yeah. Steph. Steph. Although he's been slowing down, but. Yeah, but still, he still is starting. Starting for the backcourt, I think for all of us. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then I had Ja as my other guard. Ja's my too as well. I actually don't have Ja. And as Ja's biggest fan, um, it was mean. And I was like trying. I'm like, how could I get both these guys in there? But I had Chris Paul. I just had Oh, him. I know. I was actually going back and forth. Yeah, like but... like Jaw's definitely more fun to watch, more electric, probably gonna be more fun to like start the game. But I think Chris Paul deserves it, unfortunately. And Number one seed again, best team in the NBA. I just think they're going to get their representation in that starting lineup. I think they just he deserves it, in, in my opinion. That's fair. Yeah, I did not. I didn't have him as starter, but he's, he's definitely in my alternate list. Yeah, he, he's been a he's been really good and not in a flashy way, but he's just been very consistent. He's, I mean, he's leading the league in assists, but um, crazy. And he's playing just he's running a very well kept ship. This is uh, the best thing for that team too. Because you just let Booker shine. That's so nice to see. Yeah, no, I uh, I have him on my list too. So, not a lot of complaints. But man, Ja is he's just incredible. He had thirty five points tonight. Um, he's just going off in a crazy way. It really is like a sight to behold. And I feel like he's flying really close to the sun. So I'm just enjoying every single time I get to watch him because I never know when he's going to like land. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, Talk about a guy who's just taken a huge leap. He he's proven that he's like a franchise guy and he's like one of the fifty best players in the NBA. So I think yeah. he start. Me too. Just carrying on from that play in tournament game from the last season to now, he's just really taken that role really seriously as being his team leader. I, I really trust him down the line in games, winning big games. I think this is the real deal. Um, the one that I have in my starting lineup for the West that I'm not sure if you guys would, I hope to see it, is I have Cat starting. I did. I do as well. He's my yeah. he's my last starting front court member. Um. Yeah. yeah. So this one I got weird, and I was like, I just don't want Cat and Jokic. It's just weird. I did, That's almost where I went weird. So I was like, I'm getting weirder, and I'm putting Luca as a forward. I'm just going Luca. He could play some for me. He can, right. I mean, he has played it before. But like to me, he's like such a point guard. But like he does oh, yeah. play with his usage guard. rate. That's the thing. Like Jalen Brunson plays point guard. Tim Hardaway, like Lucas, you could justify him as a three to me. I okay, and I I mean I have him on my team, so he's obviously I I can't say I disagree, but uh, and like they're definitely playing better. Um, but I I just I don't know. Um, they have a better record than the Wolves. Yeah, and and you're totally right about that. Um, I just am looking at it as like. It's like his worst year so far by far, and I just don't really like that he should be starting over Cat, who I think 
had a, has had a lot of naysayers in the past, and he's uh, like just overcome a lot and kind of taken the team on his back, a team that no one thought was going anywhere, and he's leading them to a playing spot. But hey, for the Timberwolves, they'll freaking take that yeah. man. Um, he's shooting really well. Uh, he's being really aggressive at the basket. I feel like he's grown a lot as a player. Yeah. Um, and I've just been really proud of watching him. So I would have him starting, but I can't say I hate the Luca pick. Oh, yeah. I just I mean, look at him more as a backcourt guy. I'm just happy none of you guys said Rudy Gobert. That's, that's oh, come on. No, yeah. he can't start. <laughs> but you know he's Shut probably going to be in the mix. <laughs> Rudy's going to get more votes player. than Cat. You know that. Also, those French. But no one's, oh. I mean, we'll get to Rudy, though, but no one sucks is he's kind of having the best year he's ever had. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I hear that every year though. He's having the best year he's ever had, but simultaneously like the worst year he's ever had in my opinion. Because I don't know why, but it's just like I think he's like Hassan Whiteside is just doing it as good as him. Like tonight, yeah. He's well, thank God for him because it's the first time he's had a, a teammate that can actually play defense. Yeah, but yeah, Hassan Whiteside. I can't say enough about Cat. I love him. I just I almost wanted to bend the rules this way than run two seven foot five people out there. That was literally the only logic I had. Cat's well, just, on the team. well, just think though, because if if that matches up to what we have going on in the East, and we have uh, our front court of Giannis and Embiid against Jokic and Cat, that's that's just massive bodies. Cat, Cat, like I guess you'd have to put Cat on Giannis, right? Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. But then, well, you can't put Luca on Giannis. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I have Luca as the starting. He's an alternate for for a guard, but it was all like the top seven. It was basically my top six or seven guys, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna put in Luca here. I, I just like him, and that was literally it. There's, they're all worthy of it, and I love them all. I mean, if you're listing the five best guys in the West, like he's, he's should be on there. So in that sense, I agree. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's literally just me breaking the rules. That's all it is. All right, um, John, you want to name uh, first reserve you got? You want to mention? It had to be Chris Paul. Like, I was going back and forth oh. for a long time, just changing the culture in Phoenix for so long to be at his age and average, leading the league in assists. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I had um, – we, uh, we can go with Donovan Mitchell here. I know he's out right now, so he'll, I, but I would just like him to get like the – the named alternate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's concussed. I'm sure he'll be back by the all-star game. Like he'll be able to play. And I had him on my team for sure. Yeah. He's just been, he's just awesome. Uh, I, not a lot to say with him now, but I feel like at this point, if you're an NBA fan, you, you know, his name, he's just been incredible. He proves that he can show up in the biggest moments, which I think is what you need from an NBA superstar. So I think he should, he should get to that point where he should just an all-star based on name recognition alone. So did you have yeah. I actually I don't have Donovan on my team. Oh, interesting. All right, so who would you have over him? I have Booker in that okay. reserve spot. Yeah, I, I have so my my, my guard reserves are Chris Paul, Luca, and Booker. I just felt like those guys are. I mean, like there are there isn't you don't have the Jazz without Donovan Mitchell at this point, and like he's not falling off by any means, and he was an All Star uh, just two years ago. But I feel like Devin Booker's actually. Like really pushing that forward, the team forward to being the number one seed in the West, which is pretty amazing. I think Luca is just kind of a little bit more of a unique talent. So it was, it was actually really, really tough with the guards. I also have Devin Booker on a as an alternate guard as well. Yeah, um, I also do. Yeah, uh, I not not a lot to say because you know what I think like, again like he's not having like his best year statistically, but um, he's really matured a lot. And uh, I yeah. think he's, I think he's improved more as a leader, even over last year. So um, I'm happy to have him have him here. We're all in the same boat in this podcast of everyone's looking for who's this year's son's going to be in the West. I think it's just the Suns again, the Suns. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so now uh, Riley, do you have Luca on your team? Yeah, no, he's, he's an alternate in my backcourt. So uh, CP3? I, I have four yeah. for your backcourt, unless the one of them is your wild card. So, yeah, Donovan's my wild card. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. How did you guys go about – what did you guys think about for your wild card? Is your wild card like someone who just barely made it, or is it somewhat like – what kind of weight did you guys put into that pick? It was literally just um, literally the best player that didn't make the cut on my other uh, – Okay. Three, you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's how I that, thought of it. 
that's kind of how I looked at it too. Cause again, we, we've mentioned it many times already, but it's just so guard heavy this, this league right now. And with how many elite guards there are that I just would feel bad leaving some of these guys off. Like Donovan should get a mention. And then like, like Fred Van Vliet, like technically probably wouldn't make it if we were cutting out in the East, but like, I feel like I had to give him a shout out. So. Right. All right, John, kick us off in the backcourt. This is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm actually yeah, this is very really fun. So this, this one is like, I led the intro with my bad joke with this, but it really is killing me. I actually would love the transformation from Andrew Wiggins. I think he will make the all-star team. Definitely not as a starter, but he was like far above my uh, first reserve I wanted to have for the front court. I've I loved his too. game this year. He's shooting a better three-point percentage than Steph. He is just really smoothed into that role. Uh, I really don't want to see Golden State get rid of him. It's just been awesome to see. Yeah, I have him too. No, uh, no complaints here whatsoever. Crazy, like yeah, you're saying like a guy uh, you would never think to have in an All Star game two years ago. Yeah, he's definitely uh, a case of that. I uh, I actually didn't go with Wiggins. I I don't know if you guys did both, but I went with Draymond. Um, I just felt like I don't mm. know. I felt like Draymond's just the iconic guy, and his defense. He's literally the favorite for Defensive Player of the Year, and yeah, he's hurt right now, and I would do have a replacement for him, assuming he is hurt, but. Um, I did go with Raymond over Wiggins. That was kind of my thought process. And they've clearly been slipping without him, too. Yeah, I just think he's so important in the Warriors' rise this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Wiggins. I just, like, have this bad taste in my mouth with Wiggins and always will. And I'm, To me, it's, like, funnier <laughs> if he's not. Ever. Wiggins the All-Star is yeah. strange. Thing. It doesn't sound right to me, but I almost, I, I'm probably, like, moving for him. Well, does it sound weirder than Chris Middleton, the, the multi-time All-Star? And you know what? Oh, not, no. None of us even had the audacity to mention him as a snub, but you know he like probably will make the team. Like <laughs> none of us even mentioned him. I just feel like he's been actually. I think mean, might spare him this year because he's been injured so much. Uh, might spare him. They all, they all <laughs> don't him, don't bother coming, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> literally don't don't get on the plane to Cleveland, bro. Don't even worry about it. You're we're good. Yeah. Um. I I had Andrew Wiggins too, so I nothing to add. The team's um, worse without him. I, I mean, we can talk about it. Um, it's going to be kind of weird to say, but I think the Suns may have three all-stars, and I think Aiton makes the team this year. Oh. Yeah, I have him too. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no. I hate DeAndre Aiton. Oh, okay. Well, I so I think he's matured a lot. He's scoring yeah. the basket better. He's just shooting way better than he uh, normally is. He's scoring a lot. I don't know. I I've just I've enjoyed everything I've seen from him. He's got a hook shot. Like he has a very consistent like hook move, which is kind of crazy to see. Yeah, I think he's kind of taken that mental leap that he took the kept in the playoffs, and he's just been riding it, man. I've I've been really really impressed. With I just him. think he's extremely average or above average. I just don't think he's anything special. I just I, I think there are different teammates off the court though. I feel like he has, like, hasn't been playing that much. Am I crazy? I feel like Bismarck Biombo and JaVale McGee are like their only two. No, he he hasn't. I think he, <laughs> so. He's missed like the last like four games in a row or something like that. I think I he's hurt, into then, like, yeah, I yeah, he, he's, he's got so much for him. He's definitely got some stuff going on with his ankle. Uh, so he probably won't even play, but I don't know. I, yeah, I, I just, feel like he should I, make I'm it. I'm anti DeAndre, always have been. Uh, I just don't think he's anything special, but I understand the pick. The Suns are so good, and they might deserve free all stars for sure. Um, but in the, I guess I, I do have. Do you guys have Rudy on your teams? Yeah, I, I do. Rudy I, was, I do have Rudy on my team. Unfortunately, it had to be done. Yeah. He's actually scoring a higher rate than he ever has, too. Yeah, I, I, it pains me to put him on my teams, but I did do it. Um, and that's why, like, I don't know. That's kind of why they fell short last year. I think too is that guy kind of panics with the ball, but he's actually like playing off of Donovan well, even though he kind of said some shit about our guy, Dick Stain. He basically was like, this team, it is no good. <laughs> yeah, right? He was like, no one is competitive. <laughs> he, he's like, I wish we had like Kevin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, um, remember when he, remember when he, I feel like Booker and Mitchell always get compared in the media too, so for him to specifically pick Booker must have been a kick to the balls to poor Donovan. He's probably the only all-star that, like, nobody here. Like, the all-star is supposed to be fun where everybody hangs out and, like, talks. Like, I, no one wants to hang out with Rudy. Well, yeah, when we show our grandchildren, like, pandemic documentaries, like, they're going to see, like, oh, like, coughing over the mics. <laughs> <laughs> the French cough, I love it. Yeah. 
Um, he's like, a, he's super important to that team, and I feel like they actually like go out and try to get guys who do similar things to him. Like he's a big part of their identity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, no, I, I think he I think he deserves it. So uh, this so the only other one um, so where I differ because I don't have Aiton. Um, this is where I slip in a Paul George mention. He's obviously not going to play. Um, he was amazing. He's not going to make the team, but just love him and would have voted for him if he was healthy. Um, but I'm, I I actually gave the spot to Anthony Edwards. Um, I just think hell yeah. I've been so awesome and pro Timberwolves and their their rise to the playoffs this year. Uh, we talked cat, but Edwards has been amazing. Uh, his second year player just literally taking the leap in front of our eyes. Electric would be fun to have in the game. Yeah, uh, I just decided to give the spot to him. He's uh, my wild card, Steve. Nice. Oh, yeah, cool. that's fair. I think he's been absolutely incredible. He's like a freak athletically. He but just like good. soars through the air in a way that like not even Jaw does, to be honest. Like, it's really cool to watch. Um, I agree. He. It, it's incredible also how much poise this kid has for being 20 years Definitely. old. Like he, he already feels like he's like a multi-year vet with the way he can like run a team and everything. We can run an offense. Um, I would love if he made it. I didn't have him on my list, but I, I can say I hate it. Yeah. Well, the Wolves problem right now is that their guys are too good. I feel like they would have taken, they were always getting Ben Simmons conversations, right? Like this past offseason, like, Oh, did they do it for Cad? Did they do it for Anthony Edwards? They can't get rid of any of those guys now, but I, especially Edwards, like there's, no way that you get rid of that guy now. Where I think that was kind of a part of the conversation a year ago. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Sick so, to say. Uh, I think both of you had your full teams covered, right? Am I wrong? Okay. Yeah, I had everyone. John, you also I had... let's see. Yeah, front court was Wiggins, Gobert, Aiton, and my wild card was the Ant Man. Yeah. So the only other thing I had was I said I had a replacement for Draymond. Um, now this, like logically, like, if Draymond can play, if this all happened, like, Wiggins should take his spot, but, like, that's just not how I was doing it. Um, I'm giving love to DeJounte Murray um, as my wild card. Mm. I think DeJounte Murray is having literally an incredible season, almost averaging a triple-double, um, putting up stats like we haven't seen since prime Westbrook, like, actual good Westbrook. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I love watching him play. He's insane on defense, and the only reason the Spurs are relevant, and they aren't that good, but I just wanted to give him a shout out. That was the uh, that was my wild card. I'm in. No, I like that pick a lot. He's an electric player. Now he's the most exciting thing that happens at the Spurs in a very yeah. long time. I actually couldn't. I, I couldn't think of any major starters on the West side. I mean, there were names like AD, Dame uh, Willard, but like these guys are just hurt and they don't deserve to make the team this year. But do you think they make it? Like especially AD. Now that he's back, do you think he makes the team? Obviously, no. we don't have him, but I wasn't. I, his... I think oh, he'll no. be like one of those fan vote guys who gets like enough fan votes because he's, he's Anthony Davis. But like when they actually come to picking him, they're not going to pick him. Right. It's like remember like when Zaza would always finish yeah. like the top three, and it's like, <laughs> that was so what weird. are we doing here? <laughs> I hated that era of life. Um, the one that I was kind of going back and forth with, I actually couldn't find figure out how to fit him in, but I think we do need to think about Shea Gillis Alexander. True. He's had a pretty crazy year statistically, and is like, yeah. he's a you know, Sam, he really is. Sam, Pre- Sam Presti is very annoyed with how good he is because he's like, you're killing us. SJ, we need to lose more games. <laughs> we don't want to win. <laughs> yeah, he's like playing really well at the end of the games, just stressing out the front office. But I hope he, we always have to be talking about this a lot on this podcast, but I hope he finds a home that suits him well soon. Agreed. Yeah, here. You have any other busts, really? I don't know. No, I, I think this is kind of sound because there's only like eight good teams in the West anyway. So Yeah. <laughs> it was much harder to put together the East than it's always the opposite. <laughs> yeah. No, th- that's why – maybe that's why basketball just feels better right now is because like all the teams in the East are good now. All the teams in the West are hot. Guard. Literally flipped. The, the worst possible time for the Knicks and Celtics is mediocre. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I know. Stuff, stuff, but I'm excited. I look forward to All Star Weekend every year. I think this stuff means something to me. I always feel like it's impactful for for legacies. You look back on guys' careers, see how many All Star games they make. You can definitely, you know, boost a player up into, you know, the conversation. So I I care about this stuff. It's important to go ahead and yeah, I, you know, I, this all through. I love talking All Stars and who should be it, and because it's so different. Like you're, you always have a different take than someone else. You always do, even though. It's supposed to be like pretty, um, pretty unanimous. Even though, I mean, I had a starter not on uh, one of your teams, and you had Period, a starter yeah. not on my team. Like I didn't bother with Trey Young. Like that's so cool to me. I think that's the coolest thing ever. 
and I, it's cooler than the game, honestly, for me. Like, yeah. Um, what, I do what, like the new format. Playing up to a certain amount of points has been pretty fun lately. Yeah. yeah. Was it baseball that didn't do an all-star game uh, this year, or like a year or two ago? And everyone's like, just name the damn all-stars. Anyway. Yeah. And in I was 2020. Like, yes, please. Like, I don't yeah. need the game. Just name the all-stars. That's all I want. Well, there, we, can almost, we can do a multiple-hour-long podcast for this past week on why baseball is just zero fun. <laughs> yeah. But that's one. I'm like, no, no game, no name. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. we plan on uh, we plan on being back um, around the time of the All Star Game. I think that's uh, on schedule for our next episode. Um, either that or the trade deadline. I don't remember what comes first, but uh, we'll be back for those two main events. Um, but for now, starting five, you guys ready? Yeah, let's hop into it. So we were going back and forth on what to think about, and this is a big part of any team's success. I think it was fun to go ahead and try to come up with a starting five of team mascots. No. All right. So who is your first guy? <laughs> I really like Benny the Bull at the power forward. I feel like he's going to be like super aggressive in the paint, like running up and down. Like he's kind of what we want Zion to be. He's what we want Zion to be. Zion needs to take lessons from Benny the Bull. <laughs> it's kind of mischievous too. Benny the Bull like starts shit. He's always in the crowd, like messing with fans and stuff. He's like, one of the more like sneaky mascots in the league. I think. Um... I would have, as a Celtics fan, I think a po- as a another great guard would be Lucky the Leprechaun, who's basically <laughs> just this a short white dude who just jumps on trampolines and sails across the court. He's literally just Isaiah Thomas. So That's I think awful. having him as like a score undersized scoring guard would be great. Uh, yeah, I can't. Would you do trust him at point guard? Because that's kind of where I'm seeing him as. Yeah, we could. We, he, yeah. He'd be undersized, but if they can make it up with the rest of the size, that's fine. Because right, my proposal here for shooting guard is actually G Wiz, the the Wizards mascot. Um, <laughs> first, first of all, he's a wizard, so he's got like the magical skills we need to add to this team. But I just feel like that's like the technical role player you'd want. Just a guy like who, a big wizard. He looks like he should be playing on the Sesame Street team we drafted last year. <laughs> And they're going to be like that Spider-Man meme when he sees uh, the cookie monster in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, we I, need to take into consideration, like, powers or whatever like type of thing comes with each of these mascots and, you know, whatever their team represents. So I'm content with that there. Yeah. Well, I mean, have- if that, in that case, you have to have the raptor of the raptors at center. That's, uh, well, so I was thinking maybe small forward, but he's got to be somewhere. Um, I was going to say he's the most important. I think we build our team around him. Do we want to build around him as the center or the small forward? Because he's going to be our fastest player. So I think having him on center would be great because I know he they used to do this because I've like seen the clips on YouTube, but I don't know if they still do it. Because like he's inflatable, right? And like, I think he like eats people like in the <laughs> stadium. That's like, awesome. So like if you have him down low in the paint, no one's going to want to come near him. That's true. I like it a lot. Exactly. I think he's just right at center. And I feel like him and like Benny will be like a great just like front court of movable objects. Um, so I'm, I'm going to propose. There's two other mascots I was considering for this team. I'm going to propose both of you, and we're going to decide who we're going to slot in at small forward. Unless you guys have other ideas. Um, one's a personal favorite. Um, I've been out to many Phoenix Suns games, and this guy's electric. The Suns gorilla, the gorilla, yeah, the gorilla <laughs> <is> <laughs> <goal. was> nuts. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, it why is the, the gorilla, gorilla just like someone who's like rushing the the court to me? It looks like someone dressed like a like that to go to the game itself. Yeah, and they're not employed by the Suns. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but like I've been there. And like you know how like some teams have like the halftime show, and they bring out like all the. Uh, the gymnastics people and they're like hopping on trampolines yeah. and like reverse dunks. Yeah, that's what Lucky does. Yeah, so does the Suns Gorilla and it's amazing. The Suns Gorilla just flies through the air. Like, I want him on my team if possible. Um, and so I'd say it's either between him or Harry the Hawk, the Hawk's mascot. Harry I the Hawk looks like a dick. <laughs> He's so Hawk, serious in all of these photos I'm looking at. He doesn't look like the nicest guy. I agree. Could mess up team chemistry. <laughs> um, does it, so I we're definitely on the Suns Gorilla. Then does anyone have a better player than the Suns Gorilla? Yeah, so I had two that or three actually that I would just want to mention. This guy has to be in the Spurs Coyote 
is like crazy. I don't know if you guys ever seen a photo of him, but if you just look into his eyes, like, cracked you, up. you just know that that guy, you don't, when he's running with a full head of steam at you, get out of the way. You don't want him. You don't want to be going up against him one-on-one. He's nuts. I almost, rather, I almost think that uh, G Wiz gets booted. I fuck G Wiz. Like G Wiz looks really like soft. I feel like he gets fouled and just like gets checked out of the game. <laughs> yeah. We'll start whining about all the calls. And then like, I also oh, let me patch us up, abracadabra. <laughs> I also just I also just wanted to mention, I don't even know what it is, but the Miami Heat mascot, which is basically just like this giant orange monster with like this big green nose. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but every time I see oh, Bernie. it, every time I see it, I'm like, what even is this? <laughs> Well, here we go. It says Bernie is a rough anthropomorphic depiction of the fireball featured in the team's logo. So we can just combust, which can be a great thing or a bad thing for your team. Do we want that? On I feel like it's like a heat check, except Literally he'll just heat die. Check. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move him to the sixth man. If we yeah, I feel like he's the one. perfect sixth man. Whatever the heat thing is. <laughs> what's, what's it called? Bernie. Bernie or Birdie? Bernie. Bernie. Oh, I like that. All right. Bernie, sixth man. So we got Benny the Bull at power forward with the Raptor at center. That's like that's like that's a lot. That's awesome. Um, then we went with the Celtics. Uh, what's his name at point guard? Lucky, Lucky right. Leprechaun. So then, do we want to go Suns Gorilla at shooting guard with um? Who's the other one we just said at small forward? Uh, we we were talking about the Spurs the coyote. coyote. Oh, the Spurs Coyote. So, what do you think is a small forward? What do you think is a shooting guard between Suns Gorilla and the Coyote? Uh, I feel like the coyote can be the shooting guard because he I feel like he can just go crazy and get that fire in his eyes and start chucking up like long distance heat check threes. <laughs> yeah. And then we can we may have to bench him eventually, but that's why that's why we can bring in Bernie yeah, we'll once in a while. Bernie and then Suns Gorilla anchors the small forward spot. Yeah. Love it. We need someone who's like consistent on this team, but not as boring as G Wiz. Because <laughs> everyone we have right now is just an absolute character. Exactly. I mean, I, it, they're, they're literally team mascots. I don't know if you're going to get the, like, pace and space offense. From I, tr- I, trust Lucky, I trust Lucky the Leprechaun to kind of, like, control everything. Yeah. Under, everything's under control. There's Mavs Man, who's just a really jacked-looking human with a mask. <laughs> I don't it could be Mark Cuban. But I don't like Mavs Man. He looks funny. I don't trust them. Could we maybe get? I know it's a completely different sport, but what's Boltman up to from the chart? Remember the Chargers old mascot? That guy used to be awesome. We could bring him in if, like, on a COVID contract. If any of our mascots get COVID, I and like it, it, this is almost like you know how like Russell Wilson every year will like give like Yankee spring training a try and he'll come out and like play. <laughs> yeah, they should see if they can get the Philly fanatic just to come oh, in for like I'll a quick exhibition yeah. game. Or he could be like how like he used to have like Kobe in the offseason, like trying to get in the gym with Tatum. We could have like the Philly fanatic trying to like <laughs> calm down the coyote. We could at, we could base our team in Philly and just ask the Philly fanatic to be our team of mascots, mascot. Mascot of mascots. It's <laughs> huge. I wouldn't want to find the mascots like in the uh, first round of the playoffs once we set up this tournament in March. Like they're gonna be frisky. I don't trust them to win a championship, but they'll be like Big Purdue, like they always get the first couple rounds. They're gonna catch one or two teams sleeping. You're right. The Raptor and the Bull Man. That's scary. Not many teams can deal with that. Exactly. All right. Well, that was that. I like this. <laughs> that was a fun one. Uh, before we go, do you get? Should we try to put up Raptor the Raptor on trial? Did he do anything wrong against Devin Booker, or is he just doing his job? Just doing his job, man. He's doing his job. I like the beef. I love when players beef with mascots, so I'm into it. <laughs> I think Devin Booker got a little too upset. If you're going to be able to make clutch free throws in the finals, you have to be okay with a little dinosaur. Giannis got over it, so can you, Devin. Yeah. Devin Booker well, being whiny about something? Oh, this is brand new news. This is the first yeah. time I'm hearing about it. He just it. looks like a guy who's always just, like, complaining. Remember when he was, like, getting double teamed in the gym, and he was like, come on, guys, like, be cool. <laughs> yeah, we don't need this. <laughs> Like you're an NBA player. It's like, yeah, it's like, dude, come on. He'd be calling like so many fouls and just the game of pickup. He'd be like itching for it. He's like, come on, ball, ball, ball don't lie. lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm with that. 
All right, we'll wrap it up there. Um, this felt what, great. This was one of more most like pipeline episodes. I'm proud of us. Yeah, it was it was nice and easy. We had one topic, so we couldn't go off the rails <laughs> on nonsense like we normally do. Um, Absolutely. But uh, yeah, like I said a little earlier, we'll be back uh, with trade deadline and all star episodes when those two uh, major events are coming up. Um, and other than that, stay tuned for some football themes content that will be coming out after uh, championship weekend. Football playoffs have been electric. So much fun. The last weekend was one of the best football weekends of all time. Um, so stay tuned to that. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, check us out on at Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for all the latest. And we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Goodbye. We're going to guess. <laughs>